You are listening to 5-Minute Theology, and I am your host, Billy Rice, pastor of Watkins Chapel Baptist Church in Zebulon, North Carolina. This season kicks off our second season of 5-Minute Theology, and this season we will be looking at the doctrine of the Word of God. So let's dive right in. What is meant by the phrase, the Word of God? There are several different meanings taken by this phrase in the Bible. And it's helpful to distinguish these different senses clearly at the beginning of this kind of study. So first of all, the Word of God is described as a person, none other than our Lord Jesus Christ. In John chapter 1, verse 1, we see the gospel opened up speaking of Jesus Christ as being the Word, saying, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And the Word became flesh, as verse 14 tells us, and dwelt among us. So it's God the Son who is the Word of God. And there are other verses in Scripture that point to Jesus being the Word of God. The Word of God is also, secondly, described as speech by God. Genesis chapter 1, verse 3, God said, Let there be light. And there was light. This is a form of God's spoken Word as a decree. Psalm 33, 6 tells us, By the Word of the Lord the heavens were made. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3, he upholds the universe by the word of his power. So God speaks through decrees. He also speaks through personal address. Exodus 20, verses 1 through 3, tell us God spoke all of these words, saying, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. God also spoke at the baptism of Jesus, saying, This is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased in Matthew chapter 3, verse 17. So we see that God speaks through decrees and through personal address. We also see God's word as speech through human lips, God speaking through his created people. We see God speaking to Moses that he would raise another one up like Moses in Deuteronomy chapter 18, verses 18 to 20 where God says, I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their brothers, and I will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak to them all that I command him. God made a similar statement to Jeremiah in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 9. Then the Lord put out his hand and touched my mouth, Jeremiah says, and the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. God tells Jeremiah that whatever he commands, Jeremiah will speak. God also speaks through his apostles in the New Testament. But what we are going to be studying this season for the sake of any argument is God's words in written form, which we know as the Bible. God's word in written form is what we have today to study. God's word in written form came to be at the very first with the Ten Commandments, where God wrote out the Ten Commandments on the tablets himself. And then we see further writing done by Moses. Moses wrote his law and gave it to the priests. Deuteronomy 31 tells us he gave it to the priests, the sons of Levi, who carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord and to all the elders of Israel. So the book that Moses wrote was deposited to the side of the Ark of the Covenant. Deuteronomy 31 tells us the Bible also teaches us that in addition to Moses, that Joshua and people like Samuel also wrote words that come from God. And then we ultimately end up into the prophets where the prophets wrote words that were given to them by the Lord. Then we get into the New Testament, as I alluded to earlier, that words were given to the apostles, where they were God's written words, once again, written by people. 
So what are the benefits of writing down God's words? Wayne Grudem points this out accurately in saying that it gives us a more accurate preservation of God's words. To depend on the memory and the repeating of oral tradition is a less reliable method of preserving these words than recording them in writing. Another benefit in writing down God's words is that we are able to more carefully study and discuss this written word together, which leads to a better understanding and a more complete obedience. There's a higher accessibility to people. And so the focus of five minute theology this season will be the word of God in written form. That is what's available for study. That's what's available for public inspection. That's what's available for repeated examination, for mutual discussion. It tells us about and leads us to the person of Jesus Christ. That's what's so important about the written word is that we know who Jesus is, that he is the son of God who came to save sinners of which you and I are among. God gave us his word so that we may know him. It's out of his goodness that he gave us his word because we believe that God is good all the time and all the time God is good. Until next time, for the truth, I'm Pastor Billy. Have a great day.